it's the lecture and Justin podcast. Yay! Yay. We're being quite quiet, Justin. Yeah, we're in. We are listening to. We are. No, we're not listening. (laughs) We are in a public space. A public uh, space today. Cafe. Mm. Uh, It's well fancy. It is a really nice one, but we're being a bit quieter than usual. But hopefully, you'll still be able to pick us up with the lovely ambient background noise. There's even some jazz playing yeah, somewhere nice. in the distance. And there's like a, you might hear the occasional clink of my coffee cup as well. You might, yeah. But we're just two people talking in a cafe. That's all we're doing, okay? That's all we're doing. That's, that's all it is. What are we talking about? Today, we are talking about our New Zealand. Yes. Uh, I'm so excited. Recent read, what's it called again? <laughs> Undoing our style, understanding ourselves through erotic fantasies. Our latest third zine, in addition to create your own relationship, use a guide and create your own sex manual. Yeah. Right? Make your own. Make your own. Make your own relationship. Yeah, <laughs> so we did make your own relationship, use a guide, make your own uh, sex manual, and then we wanted to devote an entire zine to erotic fantasies because we don't think they get anywhere like enough airtime. No, exactly. And like with the other two zines, it's like a workbook kind of thing. It's kind of mm-hmm. got lots of interactive activities for you to think about and to go away and <clears throat> to explore. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe you could print it out, <coughs> get your pencils out and kind of draw on it. And, yep. Uh, or you can just look at it on your phone, just bark and either discussion or uh, to get you thinking about this stuff yeah so we've done this for fantasies yep or use it as a basic sort of a workshop as our relationship user guide scene was recently used at solo oh, polycon yeah yeah, yeah yeah somebody built a whole workshop around it yeah. my friend hannah darville shout out to hannah yeah. <laughs> nice. so um but this one's about fantasies and yeah we're um it was originally something that you put together mj for uh Eroticon. Well, we both put it together, but you delivered it at Eroticon. Yeah, that's right. So I've used this one as a basis of a workshop. But, I mean, dialing it back, I've just been really interested in this topic for a long time. And I came across a couple of books that were saying that, actually, we can learn a lot about ourselves from erotic fantasies. So as well as erotic fantasies being a useful thing in themselves, which we're going to say a bit more about in a moment, they also can tell us quite a lot about ourselves um, beyond beyond just the erotic. That was Jack Marin and Brett Carr, right? Yes, Jack Marin's book, The Erotic Mind. That's the I'd really recommend. Yeah. And then Brett Carr's Sex and the Psyche is also quite interesting, more of I'm, a British feel. I, I was reading the the um, Jack Marin book the other day when I was uh, answering a question over at Bish, and I just found it really useful. Yeah. I really like the tone of it, and it's mm. like, it doesn't pathologise things, and it's really helpful. And it's got a lot of different people's fantasies in. I mean, it's yeah. quite always quite useful to read other people's fant- fantasies anyway, and mm. um, the Nancy Friday books yeah. are the classic for that, but mm. um, the Marin book also has quite a few in, so yeah. it, give, it gives you a lot of examples of the kind of thing people fantasise about and what it means to them yeah I mean on that I also really like the Emily Dubbly oh and Desires. Garden of Garden of Desires I'm pretty sure it is Garden yeah. of Desires yeah we went to the launch of that we did yeah and Emily Dubbly puts out some good books and that's a particularly uh, good one again because it's a British collection yeah. as well so for that for our British um, listeners sometimes it's quite nice to have a book that's not a US book because there's so many of them are American books on yeah. on this topic we yeah. like to read fantasies about British things like <laughs> flat caps and tea and, and tea whippets. yeah whippets yeah I well, think that's more Yorkshire. north than <laughs> Yorkshire that's <laughs> not British what else <laughs> what else is what's British umbrellas um, London Buses. That's right. All those London bus fantasies <laughs> I'm reading. <laughs> Crumpets. Um, 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 what's that thing? Proper butter. Yeah, I'm thinking of um, a cream tea. That's proper British, and it's not London or Yorkshire, which were already two points of reference till that point. So 
we wanted to address fantasies in of themselves I guess because they don't really get enough um, airtime yeah like, people don't really well we were saying in sex advice you know where where are fantasies in most sex advice or sex education yeah exactly yeah I mean, it's just not covered in sex education I mean, yeah um, may is masturbation month uh, yeah because uh, 22 years ago the american surgeon general just jocelyn elders i think was fired again yesterday i remember it that's why i remember it yeah was fired for suggesting that masturbation should be taught in sex education wow and actually we've not really come on very far since then because no. it's still not really sort of yeah about. and the whole idea that we may have sexual feelings by by ourselves in and of themselves yeah um, without it having to be even to do with partner sex it's just not something that's talked about enough and we were saying like if, if solo sex isn't talked about much you know there might be a bit of a tokenistic coverage in a sex advice book about solo sex yeah. and it's usually only for it's only in there to help you get better at the real thing yeah, in inverted commas to like prepare you for yeah but even where solo sex is covered most of that is about physical yeah. you know it's about masturbation it's not about the kind of sex you can have on your own yeah. um, in psychologically with yeah. fantasy yeah exactly uh, and so we wanted to address that I mean actually mm. our book uh, Enjoy Sex How Where and If You <laughs> Icon Books uh, out available now uh, really uh, <laughs> We cover fantasy and stuff in yeah. there, but a lot of what we talk about in in the book is about um, is about like desires and uh, uh, no, is about like touch and the, the physical. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we still have quite a lot of, on desire and fantasy, but yeah, we, we really don't go into depth, do we? No. Yeah, not in the same way as we do in the zine. So that was the it's the zine's quite a nice addition to the book, really, uh, to yeah, get in a bit more detail so. about that. Yeah. yeah. So um, let's think about, should we uh, like tell the listener about the kind of stuff they might expect to see in the zine available now, £2.50? Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, so we wanted to, I mean, I think partly as well a good thing about us doing it together has been we're trying to talk about fantasies in the broader sense. Mm. And so when I was first writing about this, I was thinking more about fantasies that you come up with in your mind yourself. Yeah. Um, and when I presented it at Eroticon, that was to a group of erotic writers who yeah. are very used to having fantasies and writing them down. Um, but then we wanted to expand it, so it also included um, where you're reading erotic writing yeah. or watching porn or that kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. I mean, um, I think Jack Marin was saying that most people have fantasies, but I think some folk would find that quite a difficult thing to get their head around. But actually, yeah. if we, a lot, I think sometimes when people think about fantasies, they might think about like you know dragons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fantasific. You know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And that somehow that sex can be like a fantasy but it could be <clears throat> a fantasy like that but it could be something as simple as um, remembering a person yeah. and remembering what it was like to have sex with a person or remembering it slightly differently yeah. imagining having sex with somebody and what that might yeah like, like you're looking at an image and you're yeah. imagining doing something with that person in the image yeah. you know so it definitely can be you know that it's I think fantasy would be like the umbrella term that would include Definitely. watching porn reading erotic fiction looking at images as well as coming up with stuff very spontaneously in your yeah. mind yeah so really I, I mean, that, that's the first thing that we ask you to think about really I think yeah. this is like um, 
try to have an idea about what it is that you may fantasize about but also look at like what you get taught about fantasies yeah and actually you know when we're taught that Oh, yeah, this it's is not a, really proper sex or it's not yeah, really a thing that's talked about mm. obviously when we might have them we might kind of push them down and think oh I shouldn't be thinking about this yeah. or I don't want to talk about this or I know that, that I have this but it's not something I ever really want to address yeah. and the more you push things down and push them away actually uh, it can make it harder to uh, enjoy your sexuality and sometimes it can Absolutely. Make it really difficult to do yeah as you push them down often they get kind of louder so yeah. you're kind of just more disturbed by it and yeah. yeah I think again like you say because people have such negative messages about fantasizing um and also this sense you know that you were saying earlier actually about um fantasy and reality a sense that if you're fantasizing about something it means you want to do it in reality Mm. or you should do it in reality and actually a lot of people's fantasies or a lot of people's fantasies are rooted in quite tough stuff that's happened to them which means they can often have a quality which is a bit non-consensual or potentially shaming Mm. or you know could be quite disturbing if you didn't understand that actually that is how fantasies work that often they do come from the quite tough stuff that we've gone through often it's a survival strategy right exactly it's a way yeah your brain processing it and maybe putting you in a slightly like a, a way your fantasy can be there to protect you or to help you to yeah uh, to deal with that tough stuff and that's what Brett Carr and um, Jack Marin are both saying that actually yeah it's this kind of really amazing human potential that we have to to survive things by eroticizing them yeah. so it is quite likely that if you have got abuse trauma bullying these yeah. kind of things in your past that you might to some extent eroticize mm. those things and that doesn't mean that you enjoyed it back then or that you'd want to do it now you know absolutely not but it, it does mean that you're using this fantasy in a very helpful way to sort of to survive this thing that Definitely. you've gone through we should say at this point mm. this isn't something that that uh, Jack Marin and Brett Kahn made up no I mean, they, <laughs> like, they did a big research project yeah 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 so massive questionnaire surveys of, and interviews um, as well yeah, yeah so um, it's kind of it's real it's actual stuff yeah exactly um, like all that stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so so the, the thing is to not feel bad about the fantasies you have, even if they're really even if they're edgy. Yeah. And also, just because you fantasise about it doesn't mean you'd want to do it in reality. Although fantasies can be an interesting thing to think about in terms of what you might want to do with somebody. Yeah. You know, of course, if it's anything non-consensual or otherwise difficult, yeah. that's keep it in the realm of fantasy. Well, I think one of the really difficult things about yeah. this is that um, there's another. There's a, should play like spot the hierarchy when it comes to sex and relationships and sexuality. Yeah. Here's a hierarchy right now, right? Mm. That anything that's in your mind, that anything that is about that you do by yourself, yeah. is uh, on a much lower level than anything that is. Absolutely. You know, and it's yeah. Like, and it's seen it's, as lesser. Exactly. Yeah. And it's that that in itself can be a really harmful message to us, particularly if most of our yeah. sexual experience and sexuality is through. Is, yeah. You know, I'm. For many people, their most uh, rich and rewarding and pleasurable sexual experiences are solo. Yeah. Might not even involve any touching. Exactly. All. Yeah. Just and um, you know, going through a fantasy can be absolutely the best kind of sex that you have. You know, you are completely in control. Yeah. Um, you know, and either if you find you know you find this amazing story or this amazing porn that just completely does it for you, or you come up with a story that's just like perfect. You're at your you know most amazing scenario played out 
it's yeah. it's an incredible thing so fantasy is sex yeah and then it and it doesn't matter either if it's solo or with somebody else you know sharing fantasies can be mm-hmm. super hot and exciting and again not involve any physical touch you know and so can doing it on your own fantasizing you don't ever need to share it with another person for it to be a really enjoyable form of sex and the other great thing about it is that you it's easier to be free of all the crappy messages we receive around what it is we should be doing if you can if we can real ourselves of the crappy messages about fantasies now we're not supposed to do them and they're always problematic yeah Mm. Porn is always harmful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no evidence that porn is harmful and that porn causes a harm in the way that people suggest. Yeah. Um, if we can rid ourselves of those messages, then actually it's really it's much easier to mm. kind of like really start tuning into what it is that we want. And that's the thing that people struggle with the most when it comes to sex. Absolutely. So by taking off the table that, that you're allowed to fantasise, yeah. it means that many people just don't have anywhere to go apart from doing what they feel they should do. Exactly. Really sad. It's really sad. Quite cross. And again, I find that if people can tune into this and treat it as a legitimate kind of sex, then they can think about the best ways to do it ethically. Yeah. You know, actually, if you're trying to repress it or you think I shouldn't, I shouldn't fantasize. It's terrible. Then that's where you might find yourself, you know, sort of sneakily doing something from your fantasy with another person because it just kind of explodes out. Yeah. Whereas if you're really aware of your fantasies and you allow yourself to fantasize, you wouldn't be trying to do something with another person unless you'd really thought it through and talked with them. Similarly with porn, I think if people are like really feel bad about porn and they feel like they shouldn't be doing it, when they do do it, they're not thinking much ethically about what they're doing, they're just kind of going into it. Whereas again, if you can legitimately think, yeah, I really enjoy porn, that's one of my forms of sex, then you start to think about, yeah, so where's the ethical porn? You know, how can I make sure that I engage with porn in a way that's most respectful for the people who make it and who are in it? can I pay for this? Yeah, exactly. A jizzly says pay for your porn, Absolutely, yeah. Um, so we have a thing on that in the zine about how to, if you're struggling with a fantasy or struggling with this stuff, yeah. That really the first thing to do is just to notice it, like yeah. Try not to fight it, and try to be really compassionate towards yourself and yeah. your fantasy and the, and the people in your fantasies mm, um, mm. Who, uh, who may be different versions of yourself and different characters. Yeah, this is a key idea that I've found a really helpful. Mm. The idea that in a way it comes from the from theories about dreams mm. that in some ways with dream analysis you you think that everything in that dream represents a part of you, mm. and then I applied that to fantasies and it just blew my mind to think actually you know yeah you might always have thought okay you always fantasize about two people maybe one dominating another oh well that's you being the dominator and the other person being some other person but actually in a sense you are both those people so it speaks to both yeah a desire to dominate and what that gives you and also a desire to submit for example yeah Um, it's an interesting thing for you to reflect on to see if that's a valuable thing for for you right it may not work for everybody but I think it's quite an interesting idea to play with yeah Um, and just thinking about that in terms of uh, looking at pornography for instance or Mm. reading pornography yeah you know if you that we might at some points we may situate ourselves as being the observer yeah but at another point we may be feel that we are another person in like that we are one of the people in the scene, yeah. in the scene but also then we might feel with the other person we yeah. might switch between them exactly um, and and that's all okay it doesn't mean mm. anything in terms of how kind of sex you may want to practice if yeah. you want to have um, physical sex with another person mm. but it's like just interesting for you to notice like yeah. what's going on 
and um, I think that as well as it being something that you can enjoy you might actually start really finding out quite a lot more about yourself and your yeah. sexual self and so this thing these kinds of things might start getting quite a lot more powerful or interesting or yeah valuable. yeah I mean you can start I think the, the first thing is you can start to tune into what you already fantasize about and start to learn things about yourself from it but then you could start using fantasies as a way to explore certain things and that's what came up at Eroticon actually with some of those erotic writers would like deliberately try to put certain themes into you know if they're exploring kind of privilege and oppression for example they would try and you know kind of think about including certain certain people in the in the writing that they were doing in order to sort of figure out what they thought about gender for example Um, and we had a really good talk actually at that conference from somebody talking about disability and kind of calling on writers to include more disability and more disabled people within their writing and giving them really good tips on how to do it so it wasn't like fetishizing and it wasn't like making a massive thing out of it but just like you know having having you know folks with different kinds of bodies and different kinds of disabilities i mean that's a really uh, mm. interesting point that uh, i never really thought about so we talked about it and uh, mm. when we were doing the zine about um, how it can be a really woke thing to do yeah uh, mm. like just really like thinking about who is in fantasies and yeah. how people may become empowered in fantasies that just may not be empowered otherwise and how yeah. we can do that in a way that um you're right doesn't fetishize them but also represents them shows them mm, um, yeah like how many times do we see positive images of people with disabilities yeah you happen to be enjoying sex yeah you know it's like um think of how people with disabilities are just completely denied any sexual agency mm-hmm. whatsoever so there's a way of kind of um it's a way of kind of addressing that balance by creating yeah. kind of fantasies where like mm. yep so yeah you can actually use the fantasy deliberately or to explore something more personal about yourself you know like what is it like to to try a fantasy where this happens or that happens and just see how that goes so you can get quite creative with it um, and then that sort of the, at the end of the scene we talk about Audrey Lord, don't we yeah. and how she has this whole great essay about the erotic mm. um, and she means a lot more than just sex she means like this erotic kind of energy that's mm-hmm. almost like this creative energy and mm. it's really juicy and she says by tuning into the erotic yeah we can kind of learn where we're, where we're kind of most skilled in life and where we can put our energies and what brings us joy yeah. so by ex- so almost expanding out and again I'm thinking we could use erotic fantasies in that way to really tune into yeah what is joyful and amazing in life and she's sort of arguing that we can use it to change the world really by yeah. you know developing compassion for other people for example would yeah. be one thing we might be able to do through, through fantasy the potential for this to be really huge stuff right yeah um, and it might all sound a bit much to begin with yes um, <laughs> if you go slowly through the zine and really just start to think about this gently for yourself yeah. for, the, for the first time and again like I think the way that people have used our zines is to kind of dip in and out of them a little bit they kind of start yeah. with them and they kind of find them useful to begin with and it's something they return to exactly you time. might want to focus like if it, this is if, if you don't even know if you fantasize I mean that's some people yeah. like who just don't know you know it's like people who don't know their dream they yeah. might not really not think that they fantasize then your first few pages can just help you to explore yeah. you know what is a fantasy do I have them if you don't gives you some ideas for thinking mm. okay well why not make a Spotify playlist of sexy songs yeah. for you or why not make a college of collage of images or something 
yeah. you know ways of just kind of you know bringing fantasy into your life a bit more and just seeing if it's for you yeah so you could stick with that stuff or you know you can go a bit further if you think well yeah I do fantasize but I've never like written one down or I've never like shared yeah. one with another person yeah. or I'll, maybe I would quite like to act this out with somebody how would I go about mm-hmm. doing it then you've kind of got the middle of the zine for that yeah. and then if you want to get into this much more deep psychological kind of stuff about what does it tell me about myself yeah. you know and do the different characters represent me and how does it relate to my whole life yeah. again you've got a few pages that are much more on that yeah. um, and if it gets into deep water for you there's some suggestions about people you could work with yeah. you know so definitely if it starts to feel a bit edgy then this is the kind of thing you can do with a really good therapist you yeah. know or maybe get a supportive group of friends who are also doing it so because yeah. yeah you don't want to be alone if it's bringing up stuff from the past for example no. and like we're saying uh, like we're saying our, in fact one of the first things we say in enjoy sex however and if you want to uh, <laughs> icon books yeah re- recently reviewed in El Pais as well oh so, yeah in a Spanish, Spanish newspaper publisher. yeah that would uh, be awesome if anyone wants to translate this into a Spanish podcast or yeah you know I am Blanco por aquí is probably about as good as my Spanish gets I, did, I have no clue what you said we did French is, at school is there a bank near here <laughs> <laughs> well, we are in a bank yeah. right now. We're in a converted uh, okay. bank. So, and they would look at yes. me, the Spanish race would look at me and go, You are in a bank. Yeah. You idiot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like we say in our uh, book, the, the, one of the first things we say is you need to be doing some self care around this stuff. Like yeah. What we ask people to do around sex and relationships just generally mm-hmm. is really like unlearning the, the stuff that they've learned and trying to find a new way with it. And that can yeah. be really scary. Yeah. So, um, but uh, we think it's going to be, we think a lot of people are going to find it's really rewarding. Yeah. Um, and we hope that you do. And if you do, then please let us know. Absolutely. Um, if you don't, don't let us know. <laughs> <laughs> If you do find it really we hit the button for some people. I mean, you know, something I've banged on about before is that kind of idea that, you know, people who are really into fantasy and roles and stuff just don't get enough airtime in sex advice. And, you know, I think this this is the scene for you if you're kind of much more about that kind of creative and fantasy and roles and those kind of things that if that's what really gets you, then this hopefully will be a good one for you to redress that balance a bit because yeah. we need more sex advice for, for folks where that's the stuff that they're really into definitely we, 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 mm. if it's not clear enough we want to get away from the whole sex advice being a set of techniques that yes. something does to another person like, Jesus, yeah 50 positions for sex yeah. please yeah. we are over, <laughs> so over that we're so over that Although, oh, if we did do that it would be like lying down yeah and we lie down <laughs> Sit. Yeah. Stand. Stand. Two positions. Yeah. Kneel. So that is our zine, available now on our Mm -hmm. website. If you head to megjohnandjustin.com forward slash publications, you'll find it. You can just uh, click on the button, download it instantly. It costs £2.50. Yep. uh, where you can also find other zines all our other zines and uh, details of where you can find our book yes Joy Sex Hour when and if you want to and our previous podcasts as well all our previous podcasts yeah if you like this one there's plenty more where that came from we're here in double figures now absolutely I think this is number 11 now so uh, just you can subscribe to us in your podcast apps Mm -hmm. or you can listen to us directly at soundcloud.com forward slash Justin. there are links to that from the website too yep 
can tweet us at MegJohnJustin. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook. Forward slash MegJohnJustin, I think. Yeah. Um, and that's it. So if you have any uh, anything else you would like us to cover, if you have any questions you would like us to answer or anything else you'd like us just to talk about generally, drop us a line or you can even record us a message that we can include in the podcast. Mm-hmm. But until next time. Bye now. Bye.